Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 24 hours later, we sit here doing a sports talk radio program and the buzz not only in the sports world, the buzz all over the United States of America continues to be a state of mourning, continues to be a state of bewilderment to the events of Sunday afternoon involving Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the seven others who perished in the helicopter crash right outside of Los Angeles. And we spent the entirety of our show yesterday and the emotions and the feelings that you guys shared. And in a way, it was very therapeutic for me, I have to admit, because yesterday, as I said, starting a show, it was one of those days where you just did not want to be on the air. It was one of those days where you just didn't have the sort of energy, the sort of good vibes and good feelings that you really want to have when you're doing a sports radio program. And look, this is the sort of tragedy that's going to stay with us for a long, long time. And it's something that if you're a sports fan, you're never going to be able to escape. In the sense that you will remember exactly where you were when you found out the news involving Kobe Bryant. And you continue to see the outpouring of emotion from tributes all over the country. I mean, hearing a guy like Mike Tirico go through the intricacies of calling Kobe's final game and sharing some of the interaction that he had with Kobe Bryant, powerful, powerful stuff. The LeBron James tribute, and I'm sure it really hit hard for LeBron James, who we still have not heard from yet. The NBA, the Lakers, made a call that I think was pretty obvious in canceling their game Tuesday night against the Los Angeles Clippers. It's the right thing to do the more and more you think about it. That city is reeling. You got to understand something. When you think about Los Angeles and sports and This chapter over the last 25, 30, 40 years, it's undisputed. It goes without saying. Kobe Bryant is the biggest star to come out of L.A. It was bigger than Shaq. It was bigger than any of the baseball players. The NFL just coming back over the last couple of years. Kobe was that dude. When you think of L.A. from 1996 on, you're thinking of Kobe Bryant. And although he wasn't, the number one guy on the first three title teams when he was rocking number eight. Those teams, as good as he was, as brilliant as he was, Shaq was the more dominant player. Shaq was the more dominant figure. But I think what happened with the L.A. faithful, that kind of might have been divided on whose side they were exactly on. Were they a Shaq guy? Were they a Kobe guy? I think that all changed once Shaquille O'Neal left. Because by that point, 
You're all in on the Laker brand. How could you not be? You're all in on the Showtime Lakers, the Magic, James Worthy, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You're in on Will Chamberlain. You're in on Jerry West. When you have that much success as a franchise, you as a fan base are going to be willing to give the power brokers and whoever is in charge, more often than not, the benefit of the doubt. Because it usually works out the way the Los Angeles Lakers. It has for, it feels like as many years I've been watching NBA basketball. I know they've gone through like the last four or five years before this season, a down period by their standards. But must be nice to have that sort of down period. But basically what I think happened for a good amount of the LA faithful is that they kind of rallied around Kobe Bryant. They rallied around him being at rock bottom in his personal life. They rallied around the fact that he decided to stay with the franchise. That he was all in on being a Laker. Even at the time when he was telling you, trade me. The Laker fan wanted to believe Kobe was going to be the next guy. That he was taking the torch. Not only from Shaquille O'Neal, not only from Magic Johnson, but taking the torch from Michael Jordan. And we talked about this yesterday. That All-Star game in 1998. And I remember it well because that was a point in my life where I watched and I was into a lot of the NBA All-Star games. Now you put it on, I can't watch five minutes. And it's not like my passion and my energy is diminished for what I watch on TV when it comes to sports. No, I can't get enough of this stuff. That's why I'm sitting here today. But... The NBA All-Star Game was one of those events where it was kind of cool for me as a kid. And I do remember Jordan at Madison Square Garden playing in his final All-Star Game as a member of the Chicago Bulls. And Kobe Bryant was in the middle of his coming out party that year. It was his second year in the league. He was putting up some gaudy stat lines. And I remember him clearing Carl Malone and everybody out of the way saying, hey, I got this. Get the hell out. I'm going against Jordan mano a mano. I want to prove to Michael Jordan, whether it's in an all-star game, a regular season game, what have you, that I'm coming, bro. That I am going to be the next guy to take the torch. That competitive fire and spirit in Bryant, I think kind of resonates with the Laker faithful. And even when it might have been a time When they should have turned on Kobe Bryant. You're the man responsible for breaking up the dynasty. You're dealing with this rape allegation in Colorado. You've been unfaithful to your wife. All of these things that you would think would turn a fan base against a particular player. It's almost as if Kobe, for his standard, hitting rock bottom... And learning to evolve as a person made him that much more of a beloved figure within the Laker community. And it don't hurt that Kobe Bryant became the lead dog on a couple of Laker teams that went out and won titles. I don't know if the feelings towards Kobe Bryant would be the same 
as they were when he retired. That final night in 2016 when Mike Tirico was on the call. Yours truly was sitting in the Planet Hollywood sports book. I'll remember that moment for the rest of my life. But that, like, adoration, that love, I think would have been very, very different from the Laker fan. I don't know if it would have been there from the Laker fan if they weren't at the top of the mountain beating the Orlando Magic like they did in 2009. And then that unbelievable seven-game series back in 2010 where it just felt right. If you were an NBA fan at that time, you know what? You felt like the league was back to where it needed to be. There were a couple of lean years in the early to mid-2000s for the NBA. After the end of Michael Jordan, as the Shaq and Kobe Lakers just bored everybody and won championships, when you had the Lakers and the Celtics going at it, there's just something right about that. That just makes you feel like you're watching big-time, big-boy basketball. And remember, Kobe and the Lakers lost that first matchup to Boston in 2008. Celtics were the better team. A lot of people didn't know it at the time, but they were absolutely the better team. 2010, that was a game, that was a series the Lakers could not lose. Kobe knew it. That whole building knew it. The Laker team and Phil Jackson knew it. And you know what? It wasn't one of those games with Kobe. was virtuoso Kobe. You know, I was thinking back to some vintage Kobe performances. And the one that really stands out for me, and I know a lot of people are going to mention the 81 points. They're going to mention the big game at Madison Square Garden. No, 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 no. For me, I think of playoff games. I think of championship NBA Finals type games. Those are the ones I remember. 81.9 on a given night. God bless. Being able to carry a team with the finals on the line in game four against the Indiana Pacers. Shaq fouling out. Kobe stepping up and taking over that overtime period. Basically putting that series on ice. You remember that? Well, Kobe was not that in game seven. Back in 2010. I remember Kobe's shooting percentage that night was brutal, but his will to win was not going to be denied. That game in which you got clutch performances from Derek Fisher and Paul Gasol and even Ron Artest hit a couple of big shots. Kobe did whatever he could. Getting to the foul line. Grabbing rebounds. Locking down and playing some tough-as-nails type of defense. And it wasn't his prettiest performance. It's not one that's going to go down as his all-time great finals performance, but it kind of speaks to what he was as a competitor. He wasn't going to lose. And you could see that exuberance in him right at the end of that game. Tight down the stretch. Lakers hit some big shots down the stretch. They win, he gets up on the scorer's table, flashing up the fives for the amount of titles that he ended up winning in a Laker uniform. Because it's been so gloomy these last 48 hours, I almost found myself today, after I'm getting back from doing some TV and right after I cooked up some dinner and went to the gym, I found myself on YouTube. 
I found myself going through some of the old Kobe Bryant performances to once again remind me and hopefully remind all of you how great a player he was. Now, is he going to go down as the greatest of all time? No. Is he going to go down as a top five all-time player? No, I don't even know if he's top ten all-time player. But we're talking about an all-time great nonetheless. We're talking about a guy who will go down as one of the most beloved Los Angeles Lakers ever. When you think about Lakers that have the place near and dear in everybody's heart, Magic Johnson is one. Kobe Bryant is 1A. And now this lasting image of a guy who should have been teaching his daughter so much more as far as basketball. Continuing to be this entrepreneur. Hanging out courtside, watching LeBron and Anthony Davis do that thing. All of those great possibilities were taken away on Sunday. And I got to admit, becoming tougher and tougher to digest. And I'm sure for the Lakers, the last thing they want to do is get in front of members of the media, and start talking about the career of Kobe Bryant. That's going to be really, really tough for them. And we talked about yesterday what a potential surreal scene we could have had at the Staples Center later on tonight if that game was played. But now you look at what the scene will be on Friday night. The Lakers will be playing their first game against who? Carmelo Anthony and the Portland Trailblazers. And Carmelo Anthony... LeBron James, very, very good friends. Very, very tight. Both had this relationship with Kobe Bryant. 48 hours later, still very tough to process, but that's where we are. We will get to not only the legacy, the life, and the passing of Kobe Bryant throughout these next four hours. We will get to some stories going on in baseball. There's certainly a lot to do. But I'm sure for many of you, the space still needed to reflect on the career, on the legend of an icon. So we got a lot more to do. Get aboard 877-337-6666. A Tuesday edition of JJ After Dark. And pretty surreal that it's Super Bowl media day completely overshadowed. Pretty surreal that the Super Bowl, couple of days away, radio row on the way. Seems like that's not on everybody's minds. Look at the Empire State Building. Look at your Twitter feeds. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, all paying tribute to the life, the career, the legacy of Kobe Bryant. Crazy, crazy stuff indeed. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.